Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Good morning, running commentary. Let's go. You join me right on the start line of the Brighton Marathon. I just literally came over the start line. As you can hear, some fantastic black and white cabaret artists have just blown the klaxon, Aruga, and off we go in Brighton's Preston Park. Everyone's staying off steady, of course, and probably running about two, three, five, maybe seven minutes a mile too fast at this stage. Got to, uh, got to sprint to catch up with the pacers who are going to keep me slow, right? Is that the right thing to do? Running commentary, dear listener, you'll have noticed almost immediately, first of all, the sound of Starburst and Saurine jiggling in my pocket, and for that I apologise. And secondly, the voice of a lone wolf, a lone voice, a solitary voice in the wilderness, because Paul Tunkinson is, even as we speak, on a plane, probably in first class, with Michael McIntyre drinking red wine. Poor guy, missing this. So, just rounded the first bend at the bottom corner of Preston Park, up a slight hill, and uh, there's a new, in the last episode, I, you'll have heard me speculating, describing the Brighton Marathon route, but saying apparently they've changed it, they have, and I'm going to, there's big changes early on, I'm not going to talk to you for four hours, I wish it on you, but they've actually loaded in an extra mile or two in the first few miles, first stretch of the uh, marathon, which is great, I think, particularly if, like me, you've done it before. Because hopefully, psychologically, we've got memories of getting to places which today will be like 10 to 13 miles, which, uh, sorry, last year of 10 to 13 miles, today will be kind of 15, 18, you know. I think that's going to give us a bit of hope, but we'll see. So we start around the park here. 
It's living in the park. We've all just been really, really cold. And honestly, it's, we keep saying great conditions for running because it's grey and still cold, not raining. But it might be great conditions for running. Not really great conditions for standing still for an hour, having put your coat in a little bag and given it to a stranger. So I, for one, am mildly hypothermic right now. But that was in pass. And as I say, slight uphill, which is going to help with the old warm-up. And I am genuinely, I know you know the issue here, genuinely simultaneously trying to not go too fast whilst worrying that I'm not going fast enough. So that would appear to be the story for today. And the other story for today is that it is quite hilly, but all these hills are in the first half, right? So the trick is to not burn out on said hills. So, where are we at? Well, it's uh, it's been good. I don't know if you realise this, but our Brighton briefing episode from last week was actually recorded a little bit earlier. And uh, it was really nice for me because because Paul was off to Australia and New Zealand, etc. It was really nice for me because I actually listened to the episode when it came out and uh, genuinely found it quite useful. <laughs> so I hope it was useful for anyone else. I know that this is a huge, I know a lot of you listening don't necessarily, aren't running marathons or aren't running a marathon this spring. You might be injured, it might just not be your bag. But I hope that if you are running, not just Brighton today, but the uh, Manchester Marathon or London Marathon or something else, that our uh, briefing episode was useful. As I say, it really was for me because just when I was getting quite deep into the distracted panic of those final days, I heard myself about a week earlier talking a fair amount of sense about the whole thing. So, so that's nice. What is that sense, I suppose? It'd be wise to lay it out for myself right now. It's quite a challenge what I want to do today because I simultaneously want to run hard and fast and steady faster than, uh, than I would normally run for chatting and uh, steadier and more all the way through than uh, this marathon last year or New York the last marathon I did. Basically, what we want is a kind of Oscar Goldman, bionic man kind of vibe. I want to be uh, faster than I was before, stronger. Gentlemen, we can rebuild him. Um, but on the other hand, not too fast. So I'm trying to invoke the spirit of the uh, race of the stones. One of the main things I did to invoke that steady, steady 100 kilometer spirit was I uh, ate a massive vegan breakfast. It was vegan breakfast at the hotel. And I said, go on, then why not? So I've had hash brown, beans, mushrooms, grilled tomatoes, vegan sausage, also muesli with soy milk, coffee, orange juice. And I will say that 
describing that to myself as we climb this first hill is the ultimate test of how queasy it makes me feel at this stage. And I very nearly passed, very nearly passed the test. Okay, we've turned left. It's the end of that first climb. Um, Jackie's running up ahead of me in a purple t-shirt that says, suck it up, buttercup. Which frankly, it's pretty brutal. And uh, as I say, I'm concerned that you can hear my shaky, shaky pocket. That's essentially the, the kitchen where I've got even more food to, uh, to not enjoy eating at some later stage. So, uh, hoping to see um, Nicola. Nicola Cartledge is out here somewhere. I've already spotted Patrick McHugh, who is, he's on a slightly different journey physically where he is in his training, but same as me, he's doing Brighton and London. And he was talking all along about morning magpie about whether he's gonna make it a 22 mile training run or run the whole thing. And uh, it might sound ridiculous to you, but I know that his family's house is at around the 21, 22 mile mark. So that could really work. But on the other hand, he's running all of it, isn't he? We all know he is. You give yourself a get out and then when the get out comes, you don't take the get out. So it'd be interesting to find out about that. Apparently comedian Michael Fabry is going to be out there um, running somewhere. Look out for him. He's a Brighton comic and he always does this. This is our first time. I'm glad I looked to the route because I can see people ahead of me going left at the T-junction. But we're going to turn right and run, I think, quite far before turning back. This is our first potentially demoralizing hairpin. But I am psychologically ready for this. I'm ready for it. <laughs> We're turning right, I can't believe it. I've been overtaken on the right by a very slim panda. Very tall, slim, fit looking panda. Wait a minute. That's a person in a suit. <laughs> I did seem cruel to make one of the world's most endangered species run 26.2 miles in a distinctly human star. So I'm relieved in a way. <laughs> That's the sound of a guy. My right, blowing his nose pretty hard into his top, which is uh, going to need to be on a sports wash later on, I hope. <laughs> um, talking of the more biological end of the marathon, the um, the uh, queues, they had a coffee place in Preston Park today, bless them, but only one, and the queue for it was, was the same length as the marathon, ironically. One mile, done one mile in seven minutes, great, not too fast at all. It's much too fast, Rob. There goes the three hour pacer in the opposite direction. Gotta catch him, I haven't gotta catch him. Don't do it. I, uh, <laughs> um, some people can run sub three hours every now and again. Hey Paul, no refunds. And uh, <laughs> see, it's like he's actually here. I did it myself, I did three hours once. It's exactly like him, isn't it, uncanny. I just met someone actually just before the start who asked me if I was Paul Tonkinson. It's that lovely idea that, which I'm sure is fairly prevalent that there are those of you who know our two names and have heard our two voices and have seen the picture of the two of us. But why would you know which one's which? I think that's fair enough, except I mean, it's true that we both got ridiculous faces, but uh, you have to ask yourself, 
Who's the more cheerful sounding and more cheerful looking one? If you ever want to work that one out, that's the, uh, that's the mnemonic. Think cheerful. Think smiling for no good reason. Certainly what I'll be doing here today. Just passing these flats. 315 pace going in the opposite direction. Remember this top off, that's not going to be completely unnecessary. <laughs> um, yeah, any slats over here? I'm passing right now. I believe uh, lives uh, our friend and comedian Angela Barnes. Well, I'm hoping to see out on the course cheering at some point. She's uh, supposed to be out here somewhere cheering with Beck Jared, whose late husband Phil, of course, is the man I'm running in memory of today. Phil Jared, Brighton. Comedian, lovely, lovely man, died 42 years old from uh, sarcoma, uh, bone and soft tissue cancer. And uh, well, thank you if you sponsor me. Loads of people have. Sponsorship's gone right off. It's well over a thousand pounds now. So thanks for that. Gives me a real boost. And it has been genuinely emotional coming down this weekend and doing comedy because I was doing comedy at Comedia and they were also donating part of the ticket price to uh, Sarcoma UK and uh, just really feel the presence of Phil because, you know, because he was a comic and a Brighton guy and a great compare and stuff. Just feel him in, in ether, you know? And uh, some of you probably think, oh yeah, Rob and Phil, best mates um, forever. But it's, it, was, it wasn't really like that. He was, in a funny kind of way, just another comedian, but just a really lovely guy, which meant that when we gigged together, you know, we would hang out and catch up and get to know each other. And uh, also, just you just assume in that family of comedians, that complicity, that community, that that's just going to keep going on forever. Why wouldn't it? So between this loveliness and going too soon, I'll give you a very clear idea of where we're at with Phil and genuinely not just running in his memory on paper but in practice here today so I don't know if you'll be I'll be recording with you when I see Angela and Beck and uh, their crew Matt might be there Angela's husband who uh, ran the uh, he's an incredible ultra runner he ran uh, the uh, Wayne Wright's Coast to Coast Walk for charity which I'm flirting with the idea of doing, despite the fact that it's, uh, it's 180 miles. 180 miles, Rob. Don't bother. <laughs> um, so, looking out for them later on. I'm going to wrap up soon, because I know that not only it might be wearing for you to listen to me just talking on my own, but also... Um, <laughs> What's the other thing? It was irritating to the people around me. <laughs> Thank you, very kind. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I feel like, uh, particularly now we're digging in, just getting into those first couple of miles, people are like, yeah, 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 let's just get on with the business of the day now, shall we? So, if you get me watching these paces going the opposite direction, they go the 345 paces. It's not just observation, I'm keen to, I'd really like to sit behind the four-hour paces, but equally, it's going to slightly mess up my plan if they're miles ahead of me. If we get to this hairpin up here, 
and they're just coming down just as we go up, then that would be okay. Also, I'm slightly confused, it's really pointless and technical, but it's true. Because of the marathon handover, the new organization has taken over this thing. Um, last year, the Pacers had balloons up above them with minute per mile pace. And this year, they've got flags with uh, overall time doing the marathon. So, yeah, that's the kind of obsessive stuff that can really throw a boy off. There they go. That, those are the four-hour paces in the opposite direction. I think if that's the turn back up there, I'm not going to try and catch them up, but I think if I catch them up over the next 10 kilometers, I won't be going too fast. But just a little note to self, those are not nine-minute balloons. It's a very different kind of offer. So maybe we can stick together around this hairpin and back to the um, park and then you can let me get on with this and I'll get back to you later on, eh? But um, just to summarize my situation, as I say, I'm gonna try and run nine minute mile marathon. I'm gonna try and come in a little under four hours, which of course I do not take lightly as an achievement just because I've run faster marathons than that in the past. And the last key thing, you'll all be wondering about is, have I got a bad foot? The answer is yes, yes I have. It's not paranoia. I did hurt my left foot at uh, Haven't Parkrun, and uh, I spent the last couple of weeks feeling very grumpy about it. So, uh, hairpin, spin the first hairpin. Do the maths in your head. It's from me to there, plus, once more to where you heard me say the pace. So if I go to, if I run that and then come back, then that plus that means is the diff from me to the pace at with, but not the, see what I mean? Okay, good, I'm glad that's clear. Oh, someone dropped something important. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, all foot on the left, but I think real in real terms, what's gonna happen is I'm gonna run on that until it goes numb and then run another few miles till it hurts again. And then maybe ideally keep running, at which point hopefully it will go numb again. And then the real story will be how much it hurts. And indeed, it's potentially permanently damaged once the run is complete. But um, my shoes, it's always nicer to be in any shoes, particularly running shoes. And once I'm done, I get to wear my UFOs, my uh, do you pronounce it UFOs? OFOS? Who knows? O-O-F-O-S. Recommended by Jenny. Backed up by several of you saying you need those. I've got some guys. I've got what my family are very unhappy to hear me say over and over again are my orthopedic sliders. I cannot wait to get back to my orthopedic sliders and a pint of beer. Haven't had the drinks this Tuesday. So there you go. That's... Uh, my incredible abstemiousness, nearly five days off. Can you imagine? Two miles, two mile. So that's the summary. Bad foot, aiming for sub four. 
cold and still. I'm not cold anymore. Um, and uh, two miles run. All I've got to do now is work out how easy it is to switch off the recorder whilst running along. Get you in a bit. This is your captain speaking. Welcome aboard this flight to Sydney, Australia. We hope you have a good flight today. Complimentary champagne, sir. That's very kind of you. These are long flights, though. They're like a marathon in many respects. Hydration is very important. I'm not supposed you put a dumb pair on your 2013 on board. Of course, sir. I'll fetch you a glass right away. Well, hey, running commentary. It's sun. The sun is shining, and I'm warm. And I thought I'd talk to you around the halfway point, but there's quite a lot going on. So I saved you for a later point to keep me going. So thank you for being there. So what's happened since I spoke to you last? Well, we came right through town, past the pavilion. I recorded the running tracks radio hour. It's quite inspiring. Um, <laughs> I saw two signs, uh, three signs actually, two on one side of the road that said, you got this, run as fast as the wind. And one beautifully lettered and done in felt tip on the left-hand side. Creative, inspirational running sign. <laughs> that really got me in the heart. Down past the, uh, thank you, Sea Life Centre. I saw the guys, the, um, they married a couple, two guys living in Brighton, you see on Gogglebox by the Sea Life Centre. Showbiz, nice to see them. And uh, talking of showbiz, I haven't got Rob written anywhere on me. Um, so, you know, so if people recognise me, then they recognise me, which is nice. I've had some Rob Deering, seen some friends, but also <laughs> the other side of that is that I'm wearing this recorder. So I did have one lovely guy who shouted out, go on, microphone man, <laughs> which I have to say I kind of liked. So, um, and I saw Beck Jared and uh, Angela Barnes right at the top in the sunshine. And then I saw my wonderful wife, Julia, I didn't mention her before, she was with me at the start, keeping me bloody warm, sorting out all my shenanigans. So now we're in between 17 and 18 miles, and I feel good. I mean, I'm a bit tired, but only in a very natural way, trying not to think about how far it is to go, because we're not there yet, and we're just kind of passing the finish line. But on the other hand, it's quite a strong sense kind of being halfway. So I'm going to try and embrace that. Take what early marathon strength I've got into the uh, Hove hairpin, which we know from experience is a bit of a sod. And that's coming up. You can take me into that as far as we go. And uh, what kind of pace am I making? Very steady. I think it really helped talking to you at the beginning and I haven't looked at my splits but I'm prepared to bet that they're very even and I tell you all that because you will doubt me when I tell you the next thing which is that I caught the four hour paces up at about nine miles 
and gently overtook, all right? I don't think it's the wrong thing to do. I think I was following my pace. We'll find out by the end. But they had a pretty choked up phalanx. So between that and me making, it felt like I'd have to slow down to stay in it. I just gently overtook, maintained the pace I was on. And so my assumption is that those guys are about five minutes behind me now. And uh, just a question of holding. So they don't overtake me on the finish line. And the good thing is, I think, oh yeah, that's what happened in York. But that was the 3.30 pacer, so you know, it's a different game, right? So here we are, just turned off the seafront, up Grand Avenue. There's a crazy memorial up here. I'm gonna turn left at, depressingly, over there, in the opposite direction, it says 22 miles. We've got, uh, we've got some, we've got a park run and a half to do before then. So that is your mid-race. Oh, and I had a malt loaf and a bottle of water. <laughs> so I'm not sure fuel. You remember my breakfast and those uh, learning those race to the stones lessons, hey? Um, oh, my hips are hurting. What's that all about? Just using them, I suppose. Oh well. Are they hurting enough to make you stop, Rob? No, they're not. Let's see what Paul thinks. Oh yeah, doing all right, take it easy. Shouldn't have overtaken before I person. My voice doesn't sound anything like this. No refunds. Are you ready to order, sir? Hmm, interesting. I just can't decide between the foie gras and the Chateaubriand. Cheese. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oh, 
Oh, hi. You join me in the windy sunshine in between 24 and 25 miles just after the shore and turn back, which was indeed mercifully not as far west as it was last year. I tell you, it's a combination now of being easier and more difficult as I came down the turn off to this little hairpin and remembered being at the 20 mile mark last year and just really suffering. And this year it was around the 23 mile mark and still running. But it's not like I'm not suffering. See what I mean? So we are about a mile and a half out. So I thought I'd record with you again to bring me in. But of course, I can't promise high quality uh, um, sentence structure. <laughs> this gentleman over my shoulder says, we got this sub four baby, and he is not wrong. So, absolutely beautiful scenes out here in Brighton and Hove today. Such a lot of support in Hove, such a good scene. And a nice orange slice, and people are running really hard as a slight hill and turn there to get onto the front at home but now it's just soft prom all the way back and this is uh, I mean if we're measuring the last period of the marathon in park runs um but halfway around two and a half three that's highbury fields and I know that when I was here last year I don't know if it's great visualization but I'll do it for you anyway and I was here last year we two miles from the end. It took everything I had to start running again. Well, we're not two miles in the end, and I've run all the way, so already a win, right? Just got to get to the end, and that is, that's been the blessing and the curse of feeling quite strong and holding something back on this run, is I keep projecting a little bit too far uh, and realizing there's still a way to go. Having said that, I got to 15 miles, calculated how far I'd gone, how I felt. First wave of feeling tired, you know. And I thought, oh my God, got another 11 miles to go. But then I checked in at 23 and thought, yeah, well, I feel about the same as I did eight miles ago. So, and the other thing is, this might come in handy if you've done a bunch of marathons, is visualization, you know, tangling up in these last four with it being difficult with bad memories the last year. I'm thinking, if this is the York Marathon, I'd be thinking, oh, I'm in the villages now, I'm in the outskirts of York. This doesn't even count. And the other thing about the York Marathon is to the 25 mile marker and the finish line is a hill for the ages. So, come with me as we finish this sod and pass these drummers. Here they are. You could hear them too, right? <laughs> They're just passing the uh, fantastic huts of Hove. They're still a little way to the uh, Hove Brighton borders and the uh, Hove lawns where the end is. 
just passing the uh, 40k mark. That's a good sign, isn't it? It is, um, boop. This one over the timing marker. Some of you might be watching me. That's always a good responsibility, isn't it, to the app to run steady. My wife was just saying yesterday, last year, she thought it broken when I ran 22 miles and just stopped. <laughs> it's a knot. It's difficult, isn't it? I have the thing where when you can see a building up ahead, you learn over years of running that even if it looks a long way away, you'll be there soon. Well, I can see the i360, Brighton's famous viewing stick, twinkling in the distance. But I've got to tell you, I don't want to mislead myself because it's the seaside, the coast just curves around. And that is absolutely massive. And it's blooming miles away. Still, push, 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 right? Push, push, push. Okay, here it comes, guys. And sorry if you happen to listen to too much of this, because like I say, I'm uh, projecting forwards and uh, nearly there. And uh, I wanted to spend my last mile with you. And uh, let's face it, I turned you on a little bit early. But now you can be a part of it because right now, in three, two, one, 25 miles done. How's that sound? I really like orange wedges. That's my go-to. I only had a little one. I didn't desperately need it, but I would recommend it to anyone. I saw a vegan runner struggling a bit just near where I am now, going in the opposite direction, about 22 and a half miles. And he just missed someone with the orange ridges. Run, come, pod. Thank you, Marshall. No refunds. Push, 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 etc. He's going well. He's pushing for like last mile. I'm, if I'm going to push for the finish, let's that's that's, that's that's all be honest about this. I'm going to have to push late. <laughs> I mean, everyone's going well now, we're nearly there. But we're not quite birdcage walk. We just came past that strange modern cafe on the beach at Hove. And then a bit further we'll get to the turn back from the Hove Prom Park Run. And uh, yeah, I suppose I could Tom Cruise it from there. We'll see, shall we? We'll see. For the moment, it's just go steady. and. Talk to you and stay interesting and entertaining. Oh God, what was I thinking? Paul, where are you now? <laughs> so, see, long pause. I saw Patrick, Patrick McHugh, I told you that several times. I haven't seen Michael Fabry, I haven't seen Nicola Cartledge. Any of the other people we know are out here. But uh, I'm hoping they're having a good time because it's a good day. Oh, and they just came past me running really fast. Kind of hurts. It's a little bit like a park run finish. But uh, on the other hand, I hope she can hold that to the end. It's very much not far now, right? Right? Tell me it's not far now. I'm not going to turn talking to you into suffering because I've been staying 
extraordinarily positive throughout. So let's keep this positive. Okay, so positive visualization. We're gonna come in now in my gold time of 350 something. Yes, good. And then three weeks. Why would I think about this now? Three weeks to get ready for London. Now from here, assuming presumptuously no massive crash, the aim for London, if I consider this Brighton Marathon to have been a success, will be to run it the same. Do you see? Let's see the logic there. It's like, well done, can you repeat that? So that's the mantra, the logic I'm applying to this. You can remind me of that once I'm done running and considering cancelling all future events. So, who knows how far we are from the finish, but the I-360 is definitely getting closer. And uh, I'm still running, still overtaking, although the overtaking is not as powerful as it was because everyone else is feeling the inexorable pull of the finish line tractor beam that is the 26th mile of a marathon. Oh my goodness, that is genuinely where I am, isn't it? Well, that's good. Um, it's, 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 yep. Guys, walk here a bit more because we're not there yet. It's very important, it's good stuff. So, after I'm finished, some people with a Rob sign. I am also called Rob. Yes. It's like a whole nother Rob. Damn it. But <laughs> well, seriously, lovely support out here today. Sometimes you get to places where there isn't any, but not many. It's a, it's a really good scene. And as far as being easier than last year goes, how much easier can it be? It's the same distance over the same ground, but between the minor psychological advantage of a slightly changed course and a great increase in my fitness. Well, it didn't hurt, did it? Okay, all right runners, coming in now, still running, guy playing, still singing guitar, can you hear that blues? Apologies again for bringing you in on this too soon. I should have kicked you off at about the same time as I kicked off my Tom Cruise run, but you can, uh, 500 meters, he said. All right, all right. You're going through Team Chew. I don't know what it is, but they're big supporters. I got it. Now I got it. All still running. Hashtag push, push, push. Hashtag no heroes. Hashtag Tom Cruise isn't here now. Um, most importantly, always remember, creative, inspirational running sign. Nearly there. Push, push, push. Hey! Not just an eager supporter, but someone I know. So good to see you. Um, fellow runner not running today. And uh, now we remind ourselves as we get to the 
Hove Brom Park Run turn back. That is not as far to the finish line as it was last year. I can't believe it's so close. I also know in my heart that it's not very far. There it is, I can see it. Okay, good and bad news, guys. One, I can see the finish. Two, still bloody miles away. So six and one, hey. What I'll do is get a picture of it and then name some birds and chew on a commentary star. I'm only joking, can you pick out the finish in this photo? I'll get a picture of me slightly closer to it. Oh, that 500 meters guy's lied. This guy said, you can see the finish from here, guys. 600 meters. Damn it. <laughs> so, if we're counting this in park runs, I'm now on the last sixth of Hove Prom Park Run. So, that's great, isn't it? It's not very far, but on the other hand, we all know Hove Prom Park Run is uh, pretty confrontational. There's nowhere to hide. Julie's fans, eyes peeled for the hawk. Julia Deering might be here. 500 meters to go. Looking both sides, she'll probably be on the left. Eyes peeled. Big push for the parkrun PB. I'm joking, of course. They're just going to keep running. Well done, Stephen. Go, Neil and Mikey. Hey, here's the Avenue's run today. All the charity runners. So many moving causes. So many sad stories turned into power and joy. So here's to Phil, Jared, and every, all the runners and all the people we run for. How and in the past and in the future. There's a lot of love out here today. And I love you, dear listener. <laughs> Thanks for listening to me on my own. Let's see if we can get a little bit of pull on this podcast so you don't feel too shortchanged. But uh, meanwhile, here we are closing in on the... The clown just overtook me. That's okay, I can handle it. Um, as I was saying, yeah, closing in on the end of Marathon 21 from Rob Deering. He's looking good. Steady running. Lancing Eagles. She's going well. She's been around the same pace as me all day. So that must be fine. Hey, there she is. It's the Hawk. Hey, we're live on run commentary. Anyway, quick, let's get a photo. And then I better finish this marathon. Oh, there we go. Hold up. Oh. Oh, there's a camera. Oh, everybody cheer. Hey. Hey. All right, see you in a minute. <laughs> there she was. Okay. That's just what you need to get you to the finish, isn't it? The hawk. Wonderful support. Here we go then, guys. 
Stay with me. There's the toilet that wasn't open. Still not open. Doesn't matter anymore. Finish. Okay. Finish boxes. It's coming up in four hours and three minutes. But uh, of course, I didn't start on the start. I don't know when I started in relation. I think, I think we're looking at about 350 something. That's all we want, isn't it? Right? Final. Bip. Going over a counting line. Here comes the finish. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sponsoring. Check out the other podcast. Look forward to Paul coming back. Tune in for exciting 400 episodes of celebrations. That was me doing the Brian Marathon. Thank you very much. Good night. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.